0: This is Lenny Wennerstrom, Common Sense Health Expert. Welcome to the Wild and Free Healthy You Podcast. Without your health, there isn't much joy in life, so here we talk about all facets of health, including lots of unconventional strategies, tools, and solutions from a holistic point of view. This podcast is all about motivation, inspiration, and expansion of your mind, your body, and your spirit, because your health is your number one asset, and my job is to help you protect it. Now, on to today's episode of the Wild and Free Healthy You Podcast. This podcast does not provide medical advice. The purpose is to promote consumer knowledge and information on various health topics. Always seek the advice of your qualified health practitioner.
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Wild and Free Healthy You podcast. My name is Lenny Wennerstrom, Common Sense Health Expert, and my amazing guest today is Amanda Stretch. Actually, it's at Amanda Stretch on Instagram and probably all other things but it's Amanda Sturzik. And uh, she is a certified... In- Uh, eccentrics instructor a personal trainer and she is the author of a new book called move more your life depends on it and um, it's full of tips and all kinds of stuff I have not read it it just came out and and I'm so excited to read it and I'm so excited for for the kind of book that you wrote Amanda so welcome
2: Thank you, Lenny. I'm really pleased to be here, and uh, I'll show you a quick cover.
1: Eee. Yeah, that's <laughs> so my first book.
2: It's hold been out it only. Hold it up. Hold, hold, it, hold it up. It up.
1: <laughs> that's so good. So, um, for those who are, of you who are listening on um, are listening on iTunes, you can go to the YouTube video to see um, anything that we talk about <laughs> that is that has a visual, because that's where because we do both the the visual and we do the audio. So. Okay, so that looks like a good book. So tell us, how did you, you have a program that you started, I saw on Instagram,
2: you started something about it's what's what's the program called about for movement to get so I call it uh, the Move More Institute. And Mm -hmm. um, I'm based in Ottawa, Canada, which is our nation's capital. Mm -hmm. So a lot of federal government workers. So the idea of an institute being like a formal thing, it's kind of tongue-in-cheek, right? It's not an actual institute where you go and you sit down and you study. So it's supposed to be sort of tongue-in-cheek, just trying to get people to think about adding more movement, practical fitness, non-exercise activity, physical activity, however you want to term it, to their day. So I came up with this idea Probably in 2015 and in 2016, I sort of started to make it into something more tangible where I came up with the name the Move More Institute. Mm-hmm. Um, what I was finding in teaching my eccentrics classes was that I had people in their 40s and 50s who were uh, office workers who were really, you would think their occupation was professional sitting. <laughs> <for now laughs> I know, a um, lot but of those. what. Oh, yeah. And they would come to a class with my seniors, people in their 60s and 70s, and they were struggling to keep up with people, you know, 10, 15, 20 years older than them because of all this physical inactivity in their lives. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, or I'd have people who would say to me, I can't come to class this week because I have a bad back. <laughs> and I'm thinking, right. you can't not exercise. Um, And I started looking at a lot of the literature and research around, um, you know, this whole concept of sitting as the new smoking, which was coming out around that time. People were talking more about the risks uh, associated with physical inactivity. I started to run workshops in 2016 and and it was true. I'd find people would say, I'm so busy. I can't get to the gym, uh, but I have all these health problems. And then they were busy sitting, right? <laughs> and so they'd be sitting at their desk for eight hours a day. And then they'd sit in their car for an hour each way commuting. And then they'd go home and they'd sit on the couch at home for another three hours.
1: And watch TV. So,
2: yeah. Or, you know, taking their kids to activities and then sitting in the stands watching the hockey practice. Instead oh, of yes. just getting up and walking up and down the stairs in the stands. Or walking around the hockey rink. Just... Adding little bits of movement to their day that actually small little bouts you know accumulate to count for a lot. I, I forgot you were in Canada. <laughs> With the hockey.
1: <laughs> Everybody yeah, we, all soccer in the US. Yeah,
2: across the street from our house a hockey rink. <laughs> and because, well because of the equipment too, right? Parents are driving their kids to hockey practices and hockey games because you can't right. be lugging all that equipment all the time.
1: Exactly. Um, and so what are, I, sorry, sorry? I, I just wanted to. I just wanted to say that parents are like constantly taking their children all over the place, and I mean it's it's difficult for for parents to so to to get time to to make time to physically make time. So I'm excited to hear what you were um, just about to say before I interrupted you. But, okay. <laughs> so how you started?
2: <laughs> so um, when I was doing the research, uh, what I found was that. Actually the World Health Organization ranks physical and inact- oh my cat has discovered that she can almost get at the chipmunks over there oh no. Anything.
1: Oh no.
2: Anyways, we'll <laughs> hope the chipmunk can figure it out for themselves. <laughs> um, she, she can't get out of our patio, so I'm hoping they'll just learn to go the other way <laughs> from yeah. the patio. Um, no the, so the World Health Organization ranks physical activity as the fourth leading risk factor for global mortality. So mm-hmm. after high blood pressure, uh, smoking and high blood sugar, physical inactivity mm-hmm. is uh, causing 3.2 million deaths globally. And that's premature deaths, not people having a good life and you know living to the end of their years, actually dying prematurely from not moving enough.
1: What ages do you have for that, like people who are dying pre- prematurely?
2: Well, <laughs> adults, right? Anyone, yeah. so their, their stats are 18 and up. Oh, wow. Yeah, wow. so, um, and, you know, and so I started looking into, so, so why are people more physically inactive? Like, what's happening? And it's with all of our labor-saving devices <laughs> and apps, right? We don't get up and drive to the mall and walk into the stores and go look for a pair of shoes. We get on our phone and we buy it and have it delivered right to our door. right. Um, or the latest thing that's really, it's probably been around in the States a little bit longer, but here in Ottawa, all of a sudden it's click and collect for your groceries. So you don't even go to the grocery store. You're ordering online and then you have a special parking spot right at the front door. So you just zoom in and the click and collect area is right at the front door in the do- inside and then you're taking your groceries and leaving. Exactly so you know people are just we're kind of our own worst enemy
1: yeah it's it's convenience has become our enemy i mean it it truly has and and that you know that you even that it was even had to be said like park a hundred parking spaces away so you can walk into the store it's like yeah it just has gotten so like the closer you can get and you know what i mean it's just like it's all convenience all convenience And,
2: and, and and because of that, you know, I have, that's one of my tips in the book, right? Oh, that's good. Right. And that's the whole point is it's geared for, I mean, my background is in research, so I have stats to back up what I'm, you know, referring to in the book, Mm -hmm. but it's practical tips. It's things that you can apply in everyday life. And someone said, well, it's really common sense. And I said, yes, I know, but we've kind of forgotten common sense is not always uh, right common. at the front of your mind. <laughs> yeah. It's
1: not common. This That's is what right. I'm a common sense health expert is yeah. <laughs> like
2: common you get sense it. health,
1: like hydrate, sleep. Yeah. I mean it's just not it's just not taught any longer. Yeah. And it's not it's not top of mind and it's not common. So right. I was so excited when I saw your book. I'm like, Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
2: glad. I mean and I really want people to um able to and I tell them just one thing right I just want you to be able to take one thing from the book and apply it to your life Mm -hmm. and my slogan is move more feel better it's not let's go to the gym and crush it in that boot camp (laughs) (laughs) and if you want to do that there's nothing wrong with that but that's not for everybody and you know even the ones who are crushing it in boot camp uh, can become athletic active couch potatoes right they might do their hour workout once a week and then the rest of the time they're still being paid to be a professional suitor when they're at work (laughs) yeah it's it's
1: difficult i mean it's it's uh that's one of the things that i have is a mini trampoline and so i i just have it right next to me and it's like you just like get up and bounce it's (laughs) like you know i mean it's just it's it's so critical to keep moving all day long, and like you said, what would you call it? A professional?
2: What did Professional sitter. Professional sitter. Yeah. I I read someone else had written it called it <laughs> occupational sitting, and I'm like yeah. occupational sitting. That's pretty <laughs> much it, right? You know.
1: Yeah, it really is with that. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, and I, I, it's an epidemic. It really is with all the computers and the app what well, you were talking about. But I mean, we're
2: constantly sitting, like you and I are yeah. sitting right now. well and sometimes you do need to sit right I'm not saying so so some people when this whole concept of sitting is the new smoking came out some Mm -hmm. people took that to mean throw out your chairs never sit have a standing desk and then there's issues with standing desks because you've gone from being physically inactive in a seated position to being physically inactive in a standing position because what do people do they raise their computers and then they just stand there and they're not moving And the actual process of going from sitting to standing is beneficial for your body. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you're loading your bones, you're loading your muscles, you're working against gravity, you're getting the fluids in your body moving. Because Mm -hmm. what happens when we sit too long is we get the blood pooling in our feet and ankles. So you get swollen feet, varicose veins, things like peripheral um, artery disease, all these kind of issues that wouldn't happen if we just got up and... You just stand up, sit down, stand up, sit down.
1: Mm-hmm. Love it. So let let's talk about. So first of all, we talked about Eccentrics, and so mm-hmm. I, my, my followers or my listeners and viewers are following my journey on Eccentrics. But mm-hmm. just in case we have somebody new, explain what Eccentrics is for people. It's uh, not so eccentric.
2: <laughs> no, <laughs> well, I am. You know, I kind of <laughs> people. I, I used to say it's actually funny that I started teaching it because I always said I want to be eccentric, eccentric when I grow up.
1: <laughs> and now you are. <laughs> and now
2: I am. But I, you know, from the eccentric behavior wise, one of my friends said, "Yeah, but you kind of need to be independently wealthy to pull it off." <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> or not. But, okay, so, <laughs> yeah. so go ahead and explain Eccentrics. Yes, yeah, so Eccentrics
2: it. is, um, it's, it's actually the only made in Canada workout. So creator Miranda Esmond White is based in Montreal. And um, it's a full body rebalancing program so where we're simultaneously stretching and strengthening all the muscles. So the idea is it's dynamic stretching. We're working through all the muscle groups, all the muscle chains, because you're only as strong as your weakest muscle. And you're only as flexible as your tightest muscles. So if you, you know, if you have tight fingers and tight hands, well, that's going to tighten up the muscles in your forearm, which is going to bring your bones in your elbow joint closer together, which is going to tighten up your arm, which is going to tighten up your shoulder. So it's like you can't not, you know, work on improving and maintaining flexibility in every single muscle in your body.
1: I find that so fascinating, the chains of muscles I mean, it it makes sense, but until I read her book and, and, and started the process, I I didn't really get it, and I used to compete um, competitively um, bodybuilding, and I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my god, I was atrophying all my muscles. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, no, oh you were god. you were strengthening, you weren't atrophying <laughs> all of them, just like, some that you right. <laughs> you know like. But, but think about it, right? So yeah. you know, grip strength, right? To mm-hmm. sometimes yes. people complain that they have to stop deadlifting because they can't hold the barbell anymore. Mm-hmm. And, honest, and, and you know, it's the same as, as people when they age, right? If you, you can't pick up a teacup or you can't pick up your b- grocery bags. So it's not, you know, not all your muscles are atrophying, but often it's the smaller muscles that we sort of forget about working.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So, and that's one thing I love about eccentrics, right? We always do hand exercises. We always do foot exercises. And we're always doing it bare feet
1: mm-hmm. because
2: I've actually seen some videos online and and I don't even remember who or what technique it was but they were doing foot and ankle exercises in running shoes but it's like you can't really work those muscles if your feet are locked in, in footwear you need to actually take your shoes off and you know work on getting all the joints moving getting all the muscles you know feeling strong feeling flexible so that everything's doing the job it was intended to do.
1: You know, um, th- this is what I love about eccentrics, just m- not to get off the topic
2: of your book and we'll get right back to it, but
1: <laughs> moving all six, well, it's all, it's all related, right? But um, yeah. all 650 muscles and all 350 joints in every single workout, whether it be a 20-minute workout or an hour workout, and I had the opportunity to get certified in a million things uh, over the years, and I never, ever wanted to. And then when I was introduced into eccentrics, first of all, I laughed at it, um, Cause I was like hardcore gym. I was like stretching, yeah. ha ha ha. And yeah. then I, and then I did it one day and I was like, Oh my God. And I got yeah. it. Yeah. And then this is when I decided to get certified and it's, it's taken me, you know, months. yeah.
2: So and, and that's the thing, right. And so many of us as instructors mm-hmm. started watching Miranda's show classical stretch and realized how great it was. And I mean, for right. me, I first got my certification in 2010 and for a long time, I was the only <laughs> instructor, you know, really? within a 200 mile radius of here wow. other than the folks in Montreal. And, and I just say like, I can't believe, you know, I <laughs> can't believe people don't know about this workout. It's so no. awesome. And, so, and you know.
1: still people don't know. Like when I say eccentrics, it's like, nobody knows what eccentrics is. I have to say dynamic stretching and, Moving the muscles right. and the joints, yeah. and, and yeah. Tai Chi and ballet, and,
2: <laughs> and you know, I, I do. And I then have, still, they yeah. might not be interested. In that. You know, <laughs> that's okay, right? Sometimes I have people that come try it, and they're like, hey, eh, it's not for me." And then I hear from them two or three years later, and they're like, they are like, okay, oh, I think what? I need to try it more seriously this time." I'm like, yeah, "Come on over!" <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's a it's a beautiful workout, and and um, I'm hoping to have mine um, done by the end of July, if not my first level one. So are you level four at this yeah. point? Yeah, yeah. You're like way beyond. So, um, well, 2010. <laughs> It'd be like eight years. That's awesome. So let's, So that's an incredible way to move is something like that where you can um, videos uh, online or take mm-hmm. classes like that, the, the gentle stretching right, to where yeah. you're, to work in your body. Um, what other things in your book that did you, do you um, suggest for people? Because right. you know what I find? is the people what you were talking about the people who um, are professional sitters Amanda <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> your your quote um, but they they don't have they're not motivated like they they, mm-hmm. don't wanna, they don't want to they don't want to go to the gym because there's too much or too many classes or it's too hard or they don't have time or mm-hmm. like what is like one of your biggest tips to get people
2: motivated So, so yeah, it's an excellent question. I'm just going to back it up a little bit and explain a little bit more about the adding movement. So, so my premise is physical activity does not need to be costly, complicated or time consuming. So, you know, I kind of say tongue in cheek, I'm a fitness professional who says, don't exercise, just move more. (laughs) But I mean it from the sense that, um, It's all these little bits of movement in our day that have disappeared. So there's a researcher um, down in the States at the Mayo Clinic who first came up with the term NEAT. And NEAT is non-exercise activity thermogenesis. So this is how your body expends energy that isn't eating, sleeping, or the dedicated one-hour workout that you're doing. Mm-hmm. So this is what we've lost in our day-to-day life: is neat. So it's things like standing up and walking down the hall to talk to a colleague. You know, the <laughs> phone ring. the
1: phone, or texting. Oh, texting
2: them, right? Yeah. And when the phone rings, it's not right here. Your iPhone that you're texting, right? You have to stand up, and you, you know, my grandmother is an example. I give. They had one phone in their kitchen. So if the phone rang, you were walking downstairs from the other room, from the basement to get to the phone. Um, Or running. Or running. Really fast. Answering machine, right? (laughs) 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 Um, You know, so it's like uh, food preparation, right? My husband bakes. You get in there kneading bread dough, you are working your hands, your forearms, your shoulders, your back. Um, even just the sitting and standing because you're getting up, you're not staying seated for so long. You're actually moving around. So the whole idea is to just break up the movement. So um, in Ottawa, there's a a healthy active living and obesity research network Mm -hmm. at our children's hospital. And the founder of that actually created a sedentary behavior research network. So these are uh, health researchers all around the world who study sedentary behavior. And they spent some time coming up with a lexicon. So basically common terminology um, that they all agreed to when they were doing research. So sitting, standing, sedentary, physical inactivity. Mm -hmm. And the two um, that I have in my book, and I had contacted them to, you know, to reprint the definitions exactly and receive their permission, but they're prolonger and breaker. So the idea with a prolonger is it's someone who accumulates uh, sedentary time in continuous bouts, right? So they're prolonging their seated time. And then a breaker is someone who c- accumulates sedentary time in uh, smaller bouts. So there's frequent interruptions. So they're getting up and moving and how I term them when I'm working with people is, do you want to be a sedentary Sam prolonger, or do you want to be a fidget fin, a breaker? So it's just the idea of, you know, yeah, we need to sit sometimes. I'm not telling you not to sit. I'm telling you to be more frequent about your breaks from sitting. Get up, fidget, go help someone out. You're in a meeting. They need someone to go pick up photocopies at the photocopier. Be the one to offer to get up and go down and get them or go get the coffee or be the one that's standing up on the board and making the notes during the meeting. So, you know, we talk about this so much in Eccentrics, right? People don't lift their arms up over their head anymore, which is why the muscles in your spine start shrinking and compacting your spine and people shrink with age when in fact it's physical inactivity. So be the one that stands up and gets up and writes notes on the board during a meeting and look at all that great complex movement you've added and you didn't need special equipment, fancy workout clothing, you didn't sweat, you didn't have to use an expensive gym membership to add these movements to your day.
1: Exactly. So uh, what was I, I was just going to ask you about, <laughs> oh darn it, i was just going to ask you something and it like totally left my head, um, anyway, keep talking, <laughs> <laughs> I have like a really good question, I'm like, ah, oh, I can't remember, well, but I did want to ask, like when you talk about the sedentary Sam, so this person uh, or Samet, <laughs> this, yeah. this person would be like watching two, three hours of television at a time without getting up to get a drink of water, or mm-hmm. or, or they have their popcorn and chips or whatever, right there. Processed foods are right there, so they don't have to get up or do anything. Yeah. And and so your recommendation is leave the food somewhere. I don't know what would your recommendation be. Don't watch that much yeah. TV. <laughs> That's like what I would say, but. Um, they'd get up <laughs> and go get a drink of water. They'd stand up and cause I hear you. It's like all this, you know, sitting for two, three hours or something like that. Like I can, we RV a lot and oh my gosh, when we'll be sometimes five, six hours and, and me, I'm like, I'll do pushups. I'll stand up. I'll okay. <laughs> sit up and yeah. squats and cause it's a motorhome, you know? Yeah because I, I just can't I, I yeah I, I can't I have to move I can't just that's awesome that. yeah
2: and it's and it's so it's trying to teach people it's trying to nudge people mm-hmm. to you know make their lives a little bit more inconvenient so that they're uh-huh. adding these movements so if we think about I say you know t you know hashtag tbt 1985 right mm-hmm. we buy everything with the click of, our, you know, push, push on an app, we actually got up and did things. So okay. um, yeah, so I have a small water bottle. I don't, you know how everybody has these giant water bottles? I have a small one. So it forces me to get up and go get water more often. Now, someone said to me the other day when I was doing a workshop, yeah, but if I have the big water bottle, I have to go to the bathroom more often. And I went, well, that's good too, <laughs> right? <laughs> so six of one, a half dozen of the other.
1: <laughs> it's, it's just, I love what you said, the inconvenience, you know, making yourself, making your life a little more inconvenient because that convenience is killing us. It literally is that's killing right. us. It and um, and, yeah. and just the, the app and the, the sitting at the, the computer all the time and not and not making, it, it's uh, convenience is so overrated at this point um it when, when it comes to health and it's just like your health is your number one asset and and That's you right. literally you have to protect that you have to take care of it or when you get to um your later stage it's not even later stages anymore it's like no. in your like 30s 40s 50s like the earlier and it's just getting That's right to where you can't you can't lift your 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 hand over your arm and you and turning like i know what i was going to tell you like um some of the things that well this was i was going to mention it i don't know if that was i was going to ask you but but i mean like turning in a car when you're like backing up people can't you can't yeah you cannot People can't turn. They're like, their whole body turns around.
2: (laughs) And, you know, and then it ends up affecting their balance, and they don't even realize it, right, because your vestibular system is all off because you're never doing the side-to-side movements that help stimulate your vestibular system. Mm -hmm. Because this is not really a side-to-side movement of your vestibular (laughs) system when you're twisting the back.
1: And for those of you who are listening, she's, like, twisting her whole body to the back (laughs) instead of just the head. (laughs) So, yeah. So that's really that's really good. So all these things. So Eccentrics is really good for that. But your book um, is is just talking about basically making your life a little more inconvenient and just doing everyday um, everyday things, everyday mm-hmm. movements and reaching and and um, it, it's just it's, it's you know here's the thing that I found with Eccentrics, by the way, just um, with in moving and and just these movements. When you stretch your body, you want to stretch more. It's like yeah. I always. It's like I want to reach for things higher and across yes. the body and it's it's like a it has become like a game like how far can I reach and it feels so good because <laughs> right. I'm starting to be able to like really reach behind yeah. and, and, yeah, back and back. Exactly. it's like it's amazing yeah. and and so those movements and they feel good mm-hmm. and so I think when you when something feels good and we were meant to stretch we were meant to to not um, to not be all like gooped up oh I know what I was going to tell you. <laughs> okay, <That> go. <laughs> video. Okay, no, I'm so excited. That video we saw in the teacher training, it's a five-minute video on YouTube. Do you remember the name of that video? Uh, it about, it's, it's about the, um, sorry, the no, fascia? Sorry. Yeah, it's about the fascia. Yeah,
2: yeah. Um, the fuzz speech, yeah. The with fuzz the speech.
1: Head. Yeah. Oh, my God. If people saw that, and I'm going to put this on the show notes, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. if you watch
2: that video, <laughs> you're going to be like, I'm moving. I'm yeah. moving. Well, and also, um, you know, and he talks, I actually saw him. He came when he was on tour in the fall. I, I attended his lecture here in Ottawa. And, you know, it's it, animals don't get back pain, right? 80% of adults are going to experience some form of back pain in their life. Mm-hmm. And it's because animals just inherently listen to their bodies, right? What does a cat do when it wakes up? It's stretched. It leaves oh, everything because it's stiff and it wants to unlock all the stiffness.
1: Immediately. And our dog, same thing. I I I notice that all the time. It's like the second they get up, stretch,
2: Stretch forward, stretch back, (laughs) every single time. Yeah, they don't just get up and go. No, exactly. (laughs) exactly. And um, I was going to mention you were talking about inconvenience. So, a couple of the things in, so the way my book is set up, it's three parts the problem, the solution, and the action plan. Mm-hmm. So within the, the solution area, I talk about different components that I've created as part of the Move More Institute. And uh, one of them is your inconvenience setup rating. So I like to kind of joke that I'm an efficiency expert's worst nightmare (laughs) because the efficiency expert wants everything close at hand so that you're more efficient being here. Exactly. Mm -hmm. But what I have people do is take a look at their workspace and figure out, you know, on a scale of one to 10, where one is very convenient and 10 is inconvenient, how convenient is their setup? Because the idea to make it inconvenient it's forcing you to move. So, you know, if your printer is just right here that you can reach it without even moving, maybe consider taking it and putting it on the other side of the room. You're or, changing the
1: paradigm. <laughs> You're changing the whole paradigm.
2: Yeah, or yeah. I, tell empl- <laughs> I tell employers too, right? You want your employees to, you know, be more uh, physically fit and not have all these health claims and you know short term disability and long term disability then have your IT people set them up to be at the printer printing farthest away from their desk instead of the one that's right by their desk so then right away the employers are sort of helping to encourage employees to move more
1: well for companies that's that's like vital because of the sick time and the taking off time for a thrown back or reaching people reach or stuff they wake up and they and, and they twist themselves where, yeah yeah they, yeah it's it's like it happens all the time I know because yeah. it happened to me yeah. so it's like you know and it's like oh my god and you can't even move it's like well, yeah you well know? so.
2: yeah, and that's where you know this is all about my book is about adding the movement not adding the workout so yeah I still want people to exercise but I you know if people have been physically inactive
1: mm-hmm
2: they're less likely to have to have been an exerciser and the american stats are pretty similar to the canadian stats we have um statistics canada has recent survey results that say uh, only 15 percent of adult canadians so that's age 18 to 64 Uh meet the recommended physical activity guidelines and the recommended physical activity guidelines are the same for us canada uk australia 150 minutes of moderate to vigorous physical activity a week. And 150 minutes kind of sounds like a lot, but it actually works out to 21.42 minutes. So <laughs> one episode of classical day? stretch, right? Yeah, a day. <laughs> yeah one episode. It's like a, a 20 so, we have, so we have, in terms of stats, 85% of adult Canadians are not meeting that minimum.
1: Wow. But on
2: top of that, all adult Canadians are are logging 10 hours every day, 10 of their waking hours being sedentary. So that's like 69% of the time they're awake on a daily basis. They're not, they're actually not moving.
1: You know, and what about like walking, you know, all this, this walking and getting 10,000 steps. And I, I love that campaign,
2: mm-hmm. but
1: I mean, there's just so much more than just walking. You know I mean? Then you're just using one set of muscles. Well, one group of muscles. You
2: know, there's a lot you can do with active walking. When I train people, so I have an 82-year-old client right now who's, Uh um, you know, his balance is off after a knee replacement. So in terms of getting him to get back to, he needs to be able to walk without risking falling. So, you know, when we do work on active walking, right, it's okay, we're in his house, he's in his bare feet, he's practicing to roll through the whole foot and push off the front of the foot. So then mm-hmm. it's engaging his leg to propel him forward, mm-hmm. you know, and we're working his posture at the same time. So his shoulders are down and back. He's using his arms. I, honestly, have you ever looked at people when they walk? Most people are hunched forward. Yes. Their palms are facing backwards, and they kind of look like Neanderthals.
1: Yes, yes. <laughs> I notice that a lot, especially in the gym when the, the muscles and stuff. I really, But, no, just overall, yes, I've noticed that a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm really looking at posture a lot.
2: Yeah. So, so I spend a lot of time, like I do, I have a class called three days to better balance and the first day is active walking, right? Learning how to engage more muscles, to be working, to engage your abs while you're walking. So it's not like you're just sinking with gravity. You're actually using your muscles, pulling out. I think in Pilates they have, they talk about, you know, your floating joints, right? That you're not, Mm -hmm. you know, you're, you're not trying to sit with your bones on top of each other. You're trying to pull them out so that the muscles are doing their job and you're loading your bones properly instead of just like crunching everything together. Oh, I'd love to take that
1: class. <laughs> you need to be closer. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? It's, it's really funny. The, the fundamentals are just so lacking like, mm-hmm. the things that should have been taught when we were, you know, when we were growing up and, and, um, and learning. And so now it's, it's like back to relearning. Like, yeah, you know, there's well, like, yeah, doc method of, you know, how to, how to stand and reach and, yeah, all kinds of stuff, and it's like, I mean, this stuff is—it's amazing when you learn it. It's just, and it feels so good. And it feels so natural when you figure it out. Like it, mm-hmm. all of a sudden, it, its unnatural when you start, and then it feels like because your body just the chains of muscles and everything, it just starts to flow. Right. Yeah. So,
2: well, and that's the and and you know, and when I say my slogan is "Move More, Feel Better," it's uh-huh. because I, you know, yes, eventually I would like people to just be more physically active you know, with exercise and non-exercise activity, but it's Mm -hmm. like, it's, let's start with the basics. Because what does happen sometimes is people have been physically inactive, you know, in their daily lives.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: And especially it happens around New Year's or, you know, it's beach season. So everybody, oh my God, I have to go to the gym and get toned and (laughs) and buffed. I've got to get and and my they go body on yeah, and then they go so zero sad. to sixty in three point two seconds, and what happens? they injure themselves mm-hmm. or they get yes. frustrated and demotivated because mm-hmm. they're not getting the gains they think they need, whereas if you know we get them moving more and they feel better and they realize it's the movement that's making their body feel better, then they'll go okay I think maybe I'll try a fitness class or I'll go to the gym or I'll hire a trainer but you know let's start with the basics first exactly
1: no I love that I love that a lot so you have um do you have an excerpt
2: of the book that you'd like to read oh yeah sure thanks
1: uh, <laughs> why not <laughs> people excited about moving their bodies and doesn't have to be a class at the gym or or anything yes.
2: just be moving so this is um so it's um Going back to when we were talking about, you mentioned, well, we're both sitting right now. And I'm not telling people, throw your chairs and never sit. There are times when you need to sit down. Because standing Uh, is
1: just as bad all the time.
2: Yeah. So I'm going to read about that. Okay. (laughs) So it's about, it's uh, one paragraph and then a page and a half. Okay. So I'll be flipping. Should I hold it here? You
1: can do however, whatever. It's actually easier if I turn. Yeah. You you do what's more comfortable for you.
2: As I mentioned earlier, sitting in and of itself isn't the problem. Rather, it's too much sitting with no brakes to stand up and move. But too much standing without up and down movement is also a problem. And let's face it, sometimes we need to sit. Whether it's while driving or traveling by airplane, I'd like to see you ignore the fasten seatbelt sign during turbulence and see how long that lasts, or at a wedding. So what about when you need to sit? By now I hope you understand my my stance on chairs and sitting. Sometimes we need to sit. Too much standing can also be problematic. Let me tell you a story to illustrate my point. Many years ago, my then boyfriend was invited to a wedding. Even though I had never met the bride, his friend, or anyone else involved in the nuptials, I was his plus one. It was late August and the heat was sweltering. We entered the church and gasped at the temperature inside. With no air conditioning and no windows to enjoy a breeze, it actually felt hotter in the church than outside. The ceremony began and the officiant asked us to rise. What he forgot to do was indicate when we could sit down again. Being polite and attentive sheep, the entire congregation remained on its feet. I briefly noticed how dizzy I was becoming And then I just drifted towards the floor. Apparently, my one and only fainting episode was very graceful. Bystanders (laughs) remarked that I just floated downwards. (laughs) Sorry. That's okay. I regained consciousness while four very large soldiers, it was a military wedding, were carrying me out of the church. Later at the reception, I met the bride and groom for the first time. The bride said to me, oh. You're the one who took everyone's attention away from me on my big day. (laughs) I think she was only half joking. (laughs) (laughs) Nevertheless, this wedding was clearly a time when sitting would have been preferable to standing. The efficient even apologized for not instructing us to sit down. And we mustn't forget about drummers. Their job requires them to sit, but they are anything but physically inactive. Watch a drum solo happen. And you'll see how a drummer uses every muscle in their body. I can attest to the physical demands of playing the drums. A few years ago, I spent time learning to play. My body was anything but sedentary while seated at the drum kit. So, wow. yes, sometimes you need to sit.
1: Yeah, that's <laughs> And I think nice. if
2: I was standing up and down now while we were doing this, for the people watching the video, they would get uh-huh. too dizzy.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I mean, there, there are times to sit. And, mm-hmm. I mean, we're meant to sit but we're not meant to sit all the time and we're meant to stand, but we're not meant to stand all the time. I mean, it's what you're, it's just everything that you're talking about. It's just movement. It's just moving and doing, you know, stop being so darn convenient with everything, exactly. having everything so convenient. And um, because mm-hmm. I mean, I'm guilty too. It's like, <laughs> if there's a parking <laughs> spot in the front, like I, I still do that a lot, but the, I also work out mm-hmm. a lot. So if I'm in a hurry yeah. or something like that, it's just like, ah, the best one, the quickest one. but but right. we, yeah. we train ourselves like, the most convenient thing, you know, <laughs> and right. it's, and yes. it's it really is our own worst enemy. And I think that's really kind of the. Um, besides your amazing book, um, I, I think that's probably the whole gist of this interview is um, to to start being a little more inconvenient. make Start having things be a little more inconvenient, so that so that you can live longer, feel better, move more, and mm-hmm. um, and all that. Is that and your and have and. Yeah, this like, she's really desperate. Yours. <laughs> <laughs> Come here.
2: <laughs> she's she's. We've only had her for a little while. We fostered her last fall, and then we adopted her in January. So it's her first Aww. year at our house, and yeah. she's five. So we have no idea what her life was like before she was abandoned. Aww. So she really loves to be outside, but she's also scared of noises and people and cars.
1: Oh, <laughs> that's so nice. We always do. Um, we always get our animals from the wherever (laughs) always we're not fostering but we just get them and and um from the the wherever wherever they (laughs) where we go to look for them for animals yeah well is there um i like to end all my um all my episodes on this wild and free healthy you podcast with a funny story and that was a really funny story that you just put (laughs) that's what you read and I tried not to laugh it's like oh no laugh it's like I like, (laughs) I I had this picture of you like Gracefully, like slipping down, and boom! I I didn't
2: even know it was happening. Then I wake up, and they're
1: all carrying me.
2: Like these men.
1: I know. No, I get it. I used to have seizures and stuff, so it's like you. I never knew what was happening. It's like, is there a party going on? What's going on? (laughs) I don't know. So I I get it. Um, So, do you have a a personal funny story, in addition of whether um, it be with? The book, writing the book, eccentrics, uh, the personal training, any of the things that you do, um, just life in general, something yeah. funny and well.
2: I'll tell you something funny about the cover of my book. Okay, so I, I have love these. the cover, by the Thank way. You, That's I appreciate that. Um, I wanted to have something that showed movement, that but it was age and gender neutral. So because someone said, I mean, Miranda is great and has herself on the front of her books because. Miranda is the face of eccentrics.
1: Right. Exactly. And
2: a couple of people had said to me, You should be on the front of your book. And I said, No, because I'm I don't want people to look at it and go, Well, I don't want to buy that book. (laughs) I wanted them to go, Oh, movement. And those shoes are sort of, you know, neutral. You could see them on an older person, you could see them on a younger person, you could see them on a man or a woman, and you can tell they're moving. And they're red. And they're
1: red
2: and actually it's funny our canadian flag is red and white right so someone said oh you chose the canadian flag. i said no i didn't i just love the shoes and it's for sale in the states too
1: it's for sale on amazon right yeah
2: exactly but anyways i was um when i came up when i had the uh i got four i sent a mock-up i bought the the stock photo of the shoes mocked it up sent it to my book cover designer and said this is here's the picture this is kind of what i'm looking for and mm-hmm. she sent me back four uh four different samples to choose mm-hmm. from and i got them maybe i don't know 10 minutes before one of my centrics classes so i said okay do you guys want to see the covers i have to pick one <laughs> and one of my regulars looked at it and she goes but why are there shoes on it? You never teach with shoes on. You're always in bare feet for us to do eccentrics. And I right. went, yeah, but this isn't about eccentrics. This is about right. just getting up and moving throughout the day.
1: Right. I know. The, the, I mean, your um, identity is all tied up with eccentrics for all your all your students.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: But it literally is just movement. That's so cute. That is. Yeah. That's a cute story, and it's a and it's a cute cover, and it's um it looks yeah. so so bright and summery and like move, it
2: makes you want to move, you look at it, it's like there's movement, and I'm really, I was really thrilled with what she came up with, and then she put, I asked her if she could put a shoe on the spine, so (laughs) one shoe on the spine, so if it's in, you know, if it's in the bookshelf, you can see the shoe, and you're like, oh yeah, I have to move,
1: (laughs) oh, I like that, I love that a lot, you know, um, before we, before we end this, and, and we'll get all your information, and where they can get the book, and everything, Um, but the, the movement, um, you know, I totally forgot what I was going to say again. What is up with me today? <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh is it Friday? <laughs> no, it's not. It's Thursday. I have no excuse. You know, it's just it's really just coming back off of a, a month-long um, trip. And, yes. and so it's wow. like getting back in, you know, right. back into the – not that I haven't done my podcast during it. Mm-hmm. So, I, so I really don't have an excuse. Maybe I need to move more. <laughs> I don't know what I was gonna say so let's just let that go but why don't why don't you tell everybody um, where they can um, reach you get your book um, in Ottawa if they'd like to take your classes
2: mm-hmm. all that So is- yeah so a- as I said it is available on Amazon so there's a paperback and ebook version mm-hmm. and basically if you can order from Amazon in your country you can get it so you just you can search for move more or you can search on my name, Amanda Sturzyk, and you'll see both options come up Let's on the American name. Amazon site. It'll spell your last name. Spell my last name. S-T, so it's S-T-E-R-C-Z-Y-K okay. Okay. or Z <laughs> for my yes, American S-A-R-Z. friends. S-A-R-Z. Um, and then on the Z side, I know sometimes people get a little bit confused with the Z-Z. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. on the amazon.com website i have an author page also so you can i can actually send you the link for the author page so when you click on the author page you'll see the paperback and ebook version so you can click on whichever one you want to get
1: and if you get and then for people here in ottawa sorry i was going to say for people who get it on amazon to leave a
2: review for you would be that would be wonderful yeah yeah that's how other people see your book um in ottawa you know i have a long a big following of of people who've been taking my classes or been to my workshop so if they are locally here in ottawa they can get in touch with me and i have copies myself as well to sell to people locally so then they save on the shipping cost and where are your course
1: where are your classes held i mean how can people reach you if they wanted to take an eccentrics class or get to know you a little bit yeah so
2: it's probably best to just check out my website well, it's better to check out my website or contact me directly. I'm actually taking a little pause for the summer. Mm-hmm. So um, cool. I have a few classes going, but they're, they're private group classes, so they're not mm-hmm. open to the general public. Okay. Um, having said that, I do have people that will contact me and say, I want to do a private eccentrics class with you. So I do that too. I go into people's homes and offices and do mm-hmm. one-on-one eccentric sessions as well.
1: Those are so fun. Yeah. I mean, as I'm getting certified, I'm doing a lot of that and it's a lot of fun
2: Uh, yeah it's and it's amazing because people don't even realize you know when you give corrections in class they try it and they don't you know but if you're one on one with someone you can stop and start and you can go okay no no that's not what I meant I want you to do this instead Mm -hmm. and then they go oh now I feel that muscle (laughs) yeah
1: (laughs) it's interesting it's it's all this whole this whole thing is This whole journey has been very interesting. I I love your book. Um, I I love the I love the. I mean, I haven't read it, right? But I love the um, the whole meaning behind it of just doing, just moving and moving more. What What's your motto again? Move more, feel better. Yeah, move more, feel better because you do. Yes, when you move, and um, so. All right, girly I think that that's about all I had. Um. You know, I might insert this if you just have, do you have a couple more minutes? Sure. I, I just want to, um, I have my questions for you, but we never talked about why people, Oh well, we, you did in general, but um, like how some, just a few tips that people, and we, we talked about like getting up and making things inconvenient, but mm-hmm. if you really don't want to get up, if you really don't feel like um, getting up and moving, what, what are some tips like, for me, what I tell clients and family and other people is, like, for me, when I didn't feel like it, I slept with my gym clothes on. Like, I, it's like, I, so I woke up and I was ready to go. It's like, mm-hmm. okay, I have no excuse. And you, mm-hmm. you literally feel it. Like, you feel that part. It's like exactly. going to an interview and you dress up or doing mm-hmm. something and you just, yeah. and you feel the power of that. And yes. so, so that's one thing that would that help me. Are you sure me. you
2: haven't read my book? <laughs> oh, Yeah. <laughs>
1: I think maybe I've just been teaching this for a long time as well.
2: <laughs> so um, so I, I just, I'll just i back up for a sec. Uh, before I came into the fitness industry, I, I have a master's in social psychology, and I worked in health promotion research. So when I was coming up with the online courses with the Move More Institute and the stuff around this book – I spent a lot of time researching behavior change models. Mm-hmm. And um, so one of the main behavior change models I, I use, and I talk to people about and give examples for in my book, is called nudge theory. And, and nudge theory was actually, it was an economist who popularized it, Richard Thaler, who's uh, in Chicago, and he, last year he won the Nobel Prize for economics for nudge theory. Um, and the idea with nudges are you're trying to change people's behavior um, with small little n- nudges that are easy to implement and low cost or free mm-hmm. so um so like you said. You know, that's a nudge, right? Wearing your fitness clothes to bed so that, or other people will put their running shoes at the door. So then they see them as soon as they get up and and they're walking to go out the door. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, my runners are there. My workout clothes are there. So I'll take them with me. And that's nudging me, you know, leaving fresh fruit on the counter. So it's in plain sight. So it's nudging you to make healthier food choices as opposed Mm -hmm. to leaving the cookies on the counter. Right. Um, so, so I have a lot of examples in the book on nudges you can implement in your life. And one that I've used, uh, successfully in a, in a movement challenge that I created is using sticky notes. So, you know, you take a sticky note, you put it up on the side of your computer monitor, or you put it, you know, on your water bottle, or you put it by the door. So it's a, you know, eye height when you get up, go for a walk, stand up get up, stretch your body, or you can, you know, across your screen, when you have a screensaver come up, mm-hmm. you you can put uh, a picture of shoes or feet or someone walking or, you know, little statements like get up and move, right? Just mm-hmm. so it nudges you
1: mm-hmm. to
2: move. Um, so these are the kinds of things like with, you know, using nudges to help remind you to add this behavior, to change your habits, because that's really what we want to do is, Uh, sedentary behavior has become a habit so things are so ingrained Mm -hmm. that you just do it without thinking right you just sit on the couch for four hours at night because you're just in the habit of doing it Mm -hmm. so it's just nudging you to change your habits
1: yeah love it the nudge theory yeah (laughs) (laughs) little nudges that's all we need (laughs) and it's true because when you do things like that like putting sticky notes in places and stuff like that, that always helps me Putting it yeah. on my mirror so when you go to brush your teeth because the brushing your teeth is a habit so you put it on the mirror and it's that's like right. your reminders and all of that so yeah
2: and so that's all a lot of it is things like that you know i give examples and i actually just got in touch with professor thaler and told him because i've never seen anyone apply nudge theory in the fitness world Mm -hmm. So he actually asked for a copy of my book. So I'm very excited it's going to Chicago right now. yeah. So that would be amazing if he liked it and endorsed it because it's, you know, a novel. There's some stuff in there where it's novel ways. I've read his research and other people that have worked with them. And I'm thinking, this is how employers could nudge their employees behavior to get them to move more. So things like if you think about when you go into an office building, Mm -hmm. walk in the door, the elevator's right there. Mm -hmm. You never can find the stairs, right? You look around, they're kind of hidden, tucked away. It's not so in your face. So paint uh, footprints along the wall or on the floor (laughs) that lead to the stairs. So people go, oh, I'll go, oh, the stairs are over here so I can go to the stairs. And then you know where the stairs are and you take them and not, not up to the 20th floor but maybe up five floors and then you get on the elevator.
1: Well, and I mean, I used to lease commercial real estate, and so, in um, high-rise buildings. And so, I mean, that's, it it would have to go with the decor, but I mean, that would be something like, you know, the building with the, <laughs> the building with the footsteps in it, you yeah. know what I mean? Because people yeah. are like, oh yeah, I know that building, I, I want to lease there, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, that would also be unique.
2: For so they have it at our local building. children's hospital, they actually have, I, I got the idea also from the children's hospital, because... Yeah you know think about when you're in a hospital the maze and trying to find where you're going oh. so they have different animal footprints on the walls so if you're going to really follow the duck prints <laughs> you know yeah. and if you're going to another department follow the cat footprints right so your fault fo- you're walking and you're following them and it's and it's fun so it's no
1: longer a yellow brick road. It's a duck road and a hat road and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all kinds of roads. <laughs> Amanda, I'm am so grateful to you for your time today. This has been so enlightening and, and so much fun. And, and I really hope that um, my viewers and listeners, I hope that they will take this to heart and, and, um, and share like, and, and get your book and share it with like, as a gift. It would be a great gift. For people who are, um, mm-hmm. you know, in office jobs or which most of us have, or sitting jobs, you know, it'd be just a great gift, right. and, um, and and it's and and, and a little nudge <laughs> to to start working, you know. So yeah. it's a. Yeah. I think, I think the book in of in of, in and of itself is a great gift with a little nudge of um, of happiness without yes. you know without um, judgment <laughs> just yeah. just like take care of your body so that you can live longer take care of your number one asset which is your health and it's up to you so it sounds, like a, it sounds like a fun book I can hardly wait to get my own coffee. so thank you girly I appreciate you so thank incredibly you so much I really appreciate it <laughs> Thanks and for listening to the Wildly Healthy Podcast. Day. I hope you
0: learned something new. I appreciate you so incredibly mucho. Make sure you always take care of you first because your health is your number one asset. I'm here to help you protect it. To listen to more episodes, check out LennyMotivates.com and follow me on Instagram at LennyMotivates. Don't forget to share this podcast with family and friends. Remember to always be your biggest fan and your biggest cheerleader because no one can love you more than you can. Take care of you. Ciao.